So it's day 13, it's another tournament in a tea break, and 13 just about sums up um, the luck of this tournament and, alas, of, uh, of a couple of, uh, of the semi-finalists. So yeah. without ado, you are, of course, listening to Ros Sattar. And Marta Tonga. So, before we get on to the obvious topic of conversation, let's talk about the women's semi-finals. Of course, with the rain delay that wiped out all of Wednesday's play, the final, the other quarterfinals weren't finished until Thursday. So today, Friday, the, <laughs> Friday the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um, we basically had both playing at the same time. One on Susan Longlen, that was uh, Barty and Anisimova, and on uh, court Simon Mathieu, uh, Joe Conta, and uh, Marketa von Drusova. Um, from Joe's perspective, I think she'll look back and think that that was um, a semi final of some missed opportunities. She broke early in the first set, um, got very, very tight trying to serve it out. Von Drusova came back. Um, and then a very loose game, you know, I mean, she squandered three set points and then played a very loose game for Von Drusseva to break. Von Drusseva never, hadn't really even been, you know, sort of an aggressor at all. Joe had had her on the back foot for a lot of that match. Uh, so was lucky to lo- unlucky to lose that first set. The second set was really tight. Another early break for Joe. Another 5-3, um, trying to serve it out. Uh, all went horribly wrong. Um... And then in the tiebreak, it really was one-way traffic. So Conta, three semi-finals, yet to win a set in one. But if we look on the positive, she's putting herself in these positions, um, which isn't which isn't a bad thing. No, this is this is not. this is not her 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 na- most natural service hmm. surface. So you Definitely. know, and, and and also she wasn't. Uh, it, it seems like I I would have been depressed for. Uh, the next 24 hours after a loss like that but but she wasn't that down on herself no. um, in the press conference she 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 saw the positives and and she lo- she sounded at least like determined to to come back and do better in the next tournament but it, but it, but ne- nonetheless it was quite devastating the way that the, the match went i mean she w- just like you said she was up two love yeah. 30 love and she let that game get away but then she still remained up and then she had three set points and yeah. all three of them were, I mean, the, the, the first one was a wide open from the top of the left forehand swing volley that she botched. And then she hit a, hit and she had a very convenient uh, backhand approach. I don't know why she didn't go for the winner anyway for with the two-hander. Instead, she, she tried sli- to slice it and then missed it to the top of the tape. And then on the third one, she frames a return and uh, the, the, that, that, that just falls short. That gives Londra uh, mm. Sova the advantage. So all three, all three set points were... You know, in, in the sense of the word, um, uh, sometimes tennis players will say choke or gag, and they were a little bit of in, in, mm. in, in that category. And then at 6-5, and I believe she ended up losing it with a double fault, right? The first set? Uh, did, yeah, did she did double fault in, to the double fault. Then in the second set, she's up she, she's up 5-3 again, and I believe she had 30-15 in that game, and she made two backhand unforced errors in a row and goes down 40-30, and then from there on it came unraveled again and went into a tiebreaker. And ended up losing in the tiebreaker. Yeah. It's, it's a heartbreaker. It, it is. Really is. And, I, and the thing with Joe is, you know, that when she comes into press and her voice is low and very, very calm and measured, you know that tears are not very far away. I mean, you could hear her voice quite scratchy. Um, she gave a lot of praise to Vondrusova. She said that, you know, she makes, she asks a lot of questions of you. She really um, tests you. She reads the game well. 
Um, you know, and, and it was a nice touch at the net to go round and, and give her a hug. So, you know. Yes, it I was think, a very, very, very nice touch. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, uh, I think uh, she'll look back on it and think that this was a great opportunity. But, you know, as she said, um, I lost a one tennis match. I won five. You know, this is not a disaster. And actually, this has now put her back in the top 20. Probably a place where she should comfortably sit and play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll only help her Wimbledon chances because it'll put her in that second sort of batch of seedings that should make it to the fourth round. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing for her. Um, but for Von Drusova, I mean, amazing. She she was just incredible. The variety that she has at such a young age is is a joy to watch. Yes, I yes. you know I love watching her game. Yes, no, I, I totally agree with you. And and, and also there we have to keep, we have to keep in mind that she's a very young player. And yeah. um, and you know when um, when someone who's young and who's actually calm on the court is able to pull a match off like this. I'm not sure that she realizes where she is at this point. Yeah. You know, this is someone who lost in the semifinals of the juniors just two years ago, I believe, if not three yeah. years ago, 2016 or 2016, I believe. She lost in the semifinals on that on that upper court three that yeah. that is no longer uh, that oh, no yeah. longer exists. And uh, yes, so you know, here we are. So. On the other side, we were watching while we were watching Joe. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we thought that we you know we thought Joe's Joe's first set was topsy turvy, and then I hear about the, the you know unfortunately I missed uh, you know because I you, I could only watch one and I was on the court actually, so I missed uh, I only got live score updates on yeah. the Anisimova match and and people <laughs> were telling me my friends were telling me what are you doing go to the other court yeah. and I was like no there's a great match here and they're like that's even better yeah <laughs> I mean Ashley Barty was up five love in about 15 maybe 17 minutes um, and then Anisimova found a way back she you know, Barty got pretty tight trying to serve out for it um, Anisimova comes all the way back I believe in the tie break to um, to take the first set second set um, Barty uh, is trailing no is it Barty three trailing? Love. No, but, 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 that's it Anisimova Barty. was up three love and Barty's like you know what now you're going to get a taste yes. of what it feels like and not just three games not back. four games six games right she yeah. wins six games in a row Revoke and get, gets that to second get that. set uh, and then in the second set I think experience really just pulled her through you know Nisimova looked very tearful uh as soon you know at that point you know and it's it's tough but for a Ro- team but Ross that's that's actually the normal way in other words the younger player you know because of her inexperience and, and days of lacking this is what should happen more often yeah. we haven't had this enough in this tournament no. we have the, the, we've had surprises we've had yeah. the younger players with with tougher you know going through tougher mental challenges so now, the, what what actually happened to Anisimova there at the end of the third set was perhaps the more so-called normal. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, well, yeah. So we're going to have two players with a lot of variety, uh, a lot of different looks on the ball. Um, you know, can get around the court really well, can use angles really well. This has the makings of actually being a pretty exciting yes, um, yes. final. Yes, if both players uh, are not. Uh, how do I say this? Overwhelmed by the by the occasion, if they both come out, um, you know, focused and, and ready to ready to to do their task, I think we're going to have a spectacular final. 
Well, what, one thing that everybody wanted to be spectacular, but in the end turned out to be rather routine, was Nadal and Federer episode mm -hmm. um, 39. Mm -hmm. uh, I, think the, I think it's probably fair to say that the first two sets were pretty good. Um, the, but the, the third second set, set. The second the, set. Was it for you the second set was the best? Yeah, I thought the second set was the, was the best tennis. Uh, in fact, I would even go, I would go one more step and say third set, Nadal's tennis was stellar. Yep. Nadal's tennis was, uh, was stellar. Uh, he really imposed his game on, on Federer. First set, I'm, I'm not sure, so sure. You know, of course, uh, you know, opinions differ, and you, and you may have thought so. But I thought first set, both players were, were really struggling with the wind, and Federer was struggling more with the wind <laughs> than Nadal was. He framed, I think, nine shots or so in the first seven or eight games, and he went down quickly. And I actually thought that the, the strong wind, he might... He might uh, handle it better but no he definitely handled the win worse in the mm. in the first set and uh and he went down three love then he came back to three two that was a game he should have won right there he should have won the first game too actually the very first game of the match against on, on the rafa serve but he kept on framing shots on big points and finally ended up losing his six three and i felt i, I as i said in our talk yesterday I, if federer doesn't win the first set his chances yeah. go down drastically and, but, and they but did. <laughs> they did. But to my surprise, he, he played. He played a great second set, very good second set, but still couldn't pull it off. And then, and then Rafa from about I would say three all in the in the second set to to the end of the match, hit several highlight reel shots and then just just a stellar tennis by by the by the king of clay. Uh, but on the flip side, so um, by the time Djokovic and team took to the court, uh, weather was quite squally. I mean, that first set was, you know, hilarious to watch. The dust was flying up. <laughs> uh, at one stage, Djokovic had the, uh, had the supervisor out to basically ask um, at what stage is the wind extreme enough to come off because he was, he was already down, I think, three love. Yes. Team. Yes. Yeah. So. But, but, uh, but to be fair, the, the the wind, the wind and weather conditions were no worse in Djokovic's match then with team than it was in Federer correct. and Nadal. You know, it just kind of the whole afternoon was just one big crummy, awful, cold, yeah, swirly afternoon. So all all was going. So team takes the first set. Djokovic takes the second set. And then we get into Bizarro land. Yes. We did uh, have one interruption already, right? Yeah, in the second yeah, yeah, set, yeah, a small yeah. one, like 15 minutes long. And then, yeah, and then in the middle, so um, f forgive me, I can't remember what the score was in, th in the third set when they came off. Uh, uh, it's 3-1, it's 3-1 for team now. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically um, they'd had a, an interruption, they came back and then there was another real downpour. Off they go. Uh, and we're, it's the first time that the covers have come on in, in the day. So we know that it's going to be a long one. You know, first play was going to be 6.05, then 6.15. Then 6.15, but then, but then the rain stopped around 6.05, yep. right? And they still kept the 6.15 sign, they still kept the covers on. Yep. And, and the then, next thing we hear... Well, the next thing we notice, and it's normally a giveaway, so Twitter starts going crazy with Eurosport um, in various countries reporting that the match has been called. When everybody then looks down to their screen, the uh, not before time graphic has gone, and we're back to court Philip Chatrier. Then we start seeing reports that people have spotted Djokovic getting into a car and driving off. Um, and then shortly after that, there is a graphic that appears on our screens in the media centre saying all play for the day is cancelled. 
So at this point, everybody's scratching their heads because by now, the clouds have cleared. Yes. It's dry. Partly cloudy. Um, but but it it's bright enough yes. to play. There yes. are people still sitting on Chatrier quite happily, yeah. waiting for play. And warmer than when they when they stopped when they playing. Started, by the way, it exactly. got warmer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so basically, um, we had this whole situation that uh, everybody, nobody really knew what was going on. Shortly afterwards, we had the announcement that not playing was play's called for the day. They'll come back tomorrow. All tickets will be refunded uh, because they're not valid for tomorrow. Um, the women get shafted again because now they're going to be not before three o'clock. So if that final takes, if that semi-final takes a while to complete, um, uh, then basically we, we, we they won't start um, until until then. Yeah, so, they, 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 they've, they've had this before, haven't they? I mean, yeah, we've and we've had it. Before. We had it at Wimbledon a couple of years ago mm. as well. So you know, it's it's not it's not a new thing, but I think it's fair to say that this decision to sell the tickets for the two separate sessions has come back and bitten them on the backside. Yes. So not only have we had Joe's rather eloquent comments, I think, about uh, the status of the scheduling and and what it what it had done, and you know. We came in for a bit of criticism from somebody that was saying, oh, you know, why are we still talking about this nonsense? The reason we're talking about this nonsense is because a player has been eloquent enough to give, give us a view, and our job is to report their view. Of course. Um, you can choose to like or not like what they like, what they say, that's fine, but you don't get to tell us what we can and can't report on. Um, I felt that her views needed to be reported, uh, and I wanted to report it in a certain light. Now... Um, Amelie Moresmo, who was very, very outspoken about the decision to play them on Longland and Suzanne Mathieu, is joking that perhaps the men should play their match on Simon Mathieu. However, um, the situation is that the French have backed themselves into a corner here. They made a decision purely for more bang for the buck. Of course. And now it's really come back to bite them in the arse because they're now going to have to refund all that money uh, because nobody's going to be able to come in with those tickets tomorrow to watch that, to yeah. watch that final, and he, and that uh, semi-final. Sorry. And, and here's the here's the kicker for all this: uh, they could have finished this match today. Yeah. I mean, we're speaking right now, and it's um, what, what time is it right now here as, as we're talking? It's half past seven. It's so it's half past seven. So right now, Ross, if 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 a match was on right now at half past seven, it has at least an hour and a half to play. At least. And what we're talking about happened an hour ago. Yep. They could have easily finished the third set. They could have been in the fourth set right now, or even maybe finished the fourth set. And if it went to a fifth set, they could have started that now. This this could have been played today easily. Yeah, yeah. There was no reason whatsoever to to postpone this match to tomorrow. They could have played it now under better conditions than we've had all afternoon during the Federer yeah. Nadal match and the and the and the two sets of of Djokovic match. So, if it's the tournament's decision to postpone this to tomorrow, it's a terrible decision to start mm -hmm. with. Yeah. If, if you know if, if the rumors are true that uh, that you know Novak um, Novak law you know left without telling anybody well that's okay if that's true that's bad too but the, if the tournament took this decision on, on their own it's not a good decision yeah. they could have played it all, all out today I mean to play to play devil's advocate um, okay but we, we know there's multiple people that saw Djokovic get into a car and leave before the decision was officially announced mm -hmm. um, I suspect that he didn't go and not tell anybody but I also suspect that he used considerable influence to basically say um, you're expecting rain I'm not going to stick around 
Oh, this is going to be tomorrow. Oh, I totally agree. In fact, I tweeted before even they, like during the seconds or during the beginning of the third set, before even they interrupted play. I said, if I'm Djokovic, I would not want to come yeah. back and play if there's an interruption because I, he he was playing bad. He didn't mm -hmm. have he didn't have a good timing. He was constantly late to the balls. He was not handling yeah. the conditions well. Yeah, team was handling conditions a little bit better than him. He wasn't handling it that <laughs> great either. <laughs> but uh, but 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 better than Djokovic because Djokovic does a lot of sliding with legs spread and he gets locked into positions, and he was having to make last second adjustments. He was not playing well. He was down three one. And uh, and he even served and volleyed mm. to win some points just just, just, to, just to get the point over with quickly. So yes, if I were him, I don't blame him for not yep. wanting to play. I, uh, but I but I do blame the tournament for 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 making this turn this decision when on a match that they could have easily finished mm. this evening yep. under better conditions than they had in yeah. the afternoon. It's well okay. One thing's for sure: we're not going to have this 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 issue next year because there will be a roof on Chatrier yeah. and you know pe people are like oh my god they need a roof yes we know they're going to get a roof that's why we're in the gingerbread basement right now but do you get in the roof for wind I'm not sure that you get in the in, in, you, get, you come no. to the court just because it's windy I'm not sure on the no, rain, no 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 no, the no. Rain, yes the rain absolutely yes. but the yeah. wind no and uh and so yeah I mean you know at, at love three down or love one three down complaining about you know when is it you know when can I you know when is it extreme yes um I mean yeah, but, no, it, but but the match was interrupted for rain. I mean, let's yeah. be clear. You're right about that. Yeah. So I mean, thank God with the roof, this won't be an issue. Yeah, anymore. this won't. I mean, the the situation with the um, with the scheduling of uh, of you know double double sided semis may still be an issue, but at least you would have players to have their day. So the upshot of it is they will come back at twelve o'clock. Then the women's final will be on. Um, but I think this is something that's going to rumble and rumble. You know, at the end of the day, Roland Garros. When I when I first came to Roland Garros, they had this strange half day that was a half session on a Sunday. Oh, great! Um, they had <laughs> they had this um, strange thing that was going to be this half day. Over the over the years, that has now become a third of the first round split over three days. Yes. Okay, that's fine. I can understand that. So that effectively you're still ending the first round on the first Tuesday. All right, I can live with that. Okay. Everybody else does that too. That's okay. Then we have Middle Sunday still, whereas Wimbledon doesn't have a Middle Sunday. So Wimbledon manages to get through all of this without any issue. But the French have three extra days plus a middle Sunday, and they still can't manage to get their matches sorted out. Because they, they because they tried to even out the rounds in the second week instead of instead of trying to even even them out earlier. Yeah. You know, try to have quarterfinals. First of all, all the majors should make it a rule, a universal rule for all majors. Tuesday should be women's quarterfinals. Wednesday men's quarterfinals. Thursday women's semifinals. Friday men's semifinals, Saturday uh, women's finals, Sunday yeah, women one day, men one day. Give give each of them their due, give them their day, and move on. Instead of having this quarterfinal, semifinal, round of 16, one day early, one day late, top of the draw, one day bottom of the draw the next day, one player gets 24-hour break, the other player gets 48-hour break. Oh, exactly. It's, it's just, it's, this, this needs to be sorted out in the first week. You can even have it to where, if you, like at, the, at a tournament like French Open, where you start on a Sunday, you can get the first two rounds finished by Monday. Get the next two rounds finished by Tuesday and Wednesday, and on Thursday and Friday, put all the round the fourth. By the time you get the fourth round, you should have everybody on the same page, same round, yep. and then go one day at a time 
with each each draw. I mean, I hate to say that. I think Wimbledon actually have it the closest that it should yes. be. When and with two roofs, it's going to be easier to do. Wimbledon gets the second week right. It's the only major that gets the second week right. I, I cannot believe that this is an issue. I cannot believe that other majors have not done this. And the other and well and then oh, well God, I can remember that the first round of the uh, U.S. Open used to go on till Thursday. Yeah, it feels like common sense. Yeah, it, but 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 no. You know? No. Well, anyway, we have we will be back tomorrow to assess what happened in this in this never-ending saga of the men's semi-final and also, of course, the women's final. Uh, before I go away, let's have a little uh, pickaroo. What's your pick for for the women's final? Okay, I'm I'm, I'm still going to go with the more accomplished player in the sense that Ashley Barty. I have a feeling it's going to be Barty, so, yeah. but I, I think she, I think it's going to be tight, and I think it's going to be a three-setter. Yes. But, Although um, I, f- I think Vondrasova is, 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 as far as a clay court player goes, mm. she's more of a clay court player. But I think Barty's going to win out. Okay, so we both say Barty. Uh, let us know in the comments below what you think, um, what what you think, or who you think is going to win. Whether you think we're terrible at these predictions, and you're probably right. Uh, until then, of course, we will. Oh, it's been Ross Satter. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Au revoir. Au revoir.